Thanks for listening to Middle Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death and UFOs, and other creepy, Cults. weird, random ghosts. There you go. Yeah. Not um, just naming things in the room. This show now. I'll two, fucking count down. Five, four, three, two, one. You're What's not up, in every... charge. I'm gonna count down. Uh, five, four, three, two, one, and let's start the show. What are we doing? What were you about to say? <laughs> what are you doing? I, I'm, I'm chilling, man. Okay. What were you about to say? I don't know. Said, I was, I'm in charge now. You finished your countdown and then you started in on something. Like oh, that. yeah. I was going to be like, hey, everybody. Uh, Welcome to Middle Age and Mediocre. I'm Joel. I'm Cash. This is Cash. <laughs> no, I'm Cash. You're Cash. You're Joel. It's good to get these practice ones out of the way yeah, before we it. really start. Oh, oh, okay. We'll That's just record then. We'll just. Warts and all, as they Raw say. Dog the whole oh, don't say that. You said warts. At least put all. your shirt on before you say it. Uh, no, it's my house. <laughs> I will not. What's going on, man? Oh yeah. Is this the first time we've? Rec- I can't hear anything about right here, by the way. So uh, turn it, my headphones up. Is this the first time we've recorded since I had COVID? Yeah, probably. I man, I don't know. Recorded a week. I think it's been a couple weeks. Since I think it's been a mess. I had COVID. Yep. And then I think your sister came into town. Yep. I had so family. Did family stuff. Yep. Okay, That's so right. So yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Been two weeks. So we're back. You had COVID. Yeah. Quote unquote COVID. <laughs> you didn't die, so I don't know if you really did or not. I thought I was going to. Oh yeah, it was bad. Uh, I so I got I tested positive on a Monday morning, and by Tuesday evening I started to think, oh okay, I'm gonna die. Wow. I felt real bad Tuesday evening, uh-huh. and then part of Wednesday afternoon, and then like by like Wednesday evening, I was like I never had it. You were watching Breaking Bad. I did watch Breaking Bad the entire time I was That's off. That's all I know about you having COVID. I have I not watched. I didn't know you almost died. Just that you yeah, got thought, into Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah, Tuesday was Tuesday. Was Maybe you told me bad. you, and I just didn't care. I just concentrated on the Breaking Bad part. That's fine. I don't blame you. <laughs> you lived. Yeah, I lived. So <laughs> I don't want to. You know, so in hindsight, you were right to not yeah, care. Uh-huh. I applaud you for it. I'm glad you didn't die. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty happy. I'm fairly, I'm fairly happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's either. all right. Yeah. I didn't want to mess. You know what my big thing about dying is, uh-huh. like, with that kind of situation? I don't want to go mess with all the bullshit, like, tubes down my throat and all that. Yeah. Like, just let me die. Like, I just, just, I, just want to die. I don't want to have to go through an ordeal before I die. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not fair. Just I want to I want to Bob Saget it and just like die mm. in my sleep. Well, didn't he like fall in his head first? Yeah, but he still died in his sleep. Was that later? I uh, I don't I, that's I just heard that recently that they think he hit his head and then went to sleep. And then like later, yeah, sleep. yeah. Okay, that's not Bra- bad. Head brain filled with blood as it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of shocked mine hasn't up to this point. Mm-hmm. Because I've bounced it off. Yeah, I've hit my head things. so many times. Yeah, lots. So. Uh, yeah, I did, like you were saying, I spent my entire COVID week watching Breaking Bad for the first time, then turned around and watched the Aaron Paul, Aaron Paul movie yeah. uh, about Jesse, then started watching Better Call Saul, and so now I'm caught up, 
wait on season five of Better Call Saul. Yeah, and they're, they're filming season six now. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm waiting for season five to get on Netflix, too. So, if you're listening, Better Call Saul, hurry up. the people. Hurry up. Because I got to know what's going on. I've already forgotten what happens. See, I watch this show so fast, and then, like, I start watching the freshest season. I don't have the best memory, so. Do you, do you think Breaking Bad's better or Better Call Saul? Oh. Oh. I don't know. I would probably say Breaking Bad just because it seems to have a bigger, like, world and okay. it went for more seasons. And I mean, they're both really good shows. I don't know. I think, having watched them both back-to-back now, I think Better Call Saul is the better show. Yeah. So I'm wrong. No. No, I'm just kidding. I can see why people would think Breaking Bad would be, though, because it's yeah. more of, like, there's a lot more going on. Yeah. And like you said, it's a bigger universe. Bigger, like, kind cool of, like, story arc and everything. Yeah. And But it's cool the Better Call Saul is now showing you how, like, all the seeds were planted yeah. for everything. Yeah. I make you... Like, probably watching like that, you probably would see things in Better Call Saul that you would yeah. think of from Breaking Bad. What was the movie called? God. Uh, it's El, really El good. Camino. Yeah, El Camino. Yeah. It was really good. It was like the, their way of being like, oh, hey, we really kind of fucked up that uh-huh. whole Jesse ending and didn't really give him any kind of happy ending. Because in the, what, how did it, well, it ended in Breaking Bad where he just, he, I don't remember. Walter comes and like kills the, uh, that crew of white supremacists. It was like that robot gun or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. out of the trunk. And Spoilers. then Jesse gets in the El Camino and drives away. And all right. Like, I think the last time you see him, he's just like kind of screaming. Yeah, and that's how the El Camino starts. Okay, and yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how El Camino starts. All right, yeah. But man, the whole, fuck, I, I hated Walter. Like, yeah, oh yeah. You know, you just fucking hate Walter. Fucking and then poison kids and shit. Fucking and... poor Jesse, which he did enough to keep himself involved, but still at the same yeah. time, like they just rained down shit on that dude. It's Air episode after it. episode. Magnus, bitch. <laughs> it is. It, yeah, I am. Uh, I cannot believe it took me so long to finally watch that. And I really like the the orange headed br- guy that kind of joined Breaking Bad in the last couple seasons. He's in the movie too. I can't remember. Uh, gosh, orange headed guy, red headed guy. The Bill Burr. No, no, no. The young kid that like shows that has Jesse like tied up and oh, stuff and like kind of uh, guarded over Jesse when he was down in the hole. Jesse Plemons. Yeah, I was going to say Jesse, but I was like, I, we just said Jesse, yeah. so it's not Jesse. Yeah, that was, and then he, like, now he's in everything. Yeah, that, guy's, that guy's the best, man. But yeah, uh, he's, like, just a psycho. Yeah, like, he really is. He's killed that woman, like, his, his uh, cleaning, his uh-huh, cleaning yeah. lady or whatever. He's killed her. He really shined in the movie. I mean, he shined in the series, too, I thought, but. Well, so since I watched him, like, that quote, like, I watched El Camino right after I finished the last uh-huh. episode of Breaking Bad, and they filmed it, like, a couple years after the show ended. Yeah. And Jesse Plemons had put on a lot of weight. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. So it's very, like, if you've just watched it, it's uh-huh. very jarring. <laughs> I'm sure if you watched El Camino after, when it actually came out. I mean, we talked about this with the Texas Chainsaw movies, but I think maybe we need to watch Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, and El Camino just all at once. I mean, I just did. did three, no, all three TVs at once. They're all going. <laughs> that, I'm really obsessed with this idea. The study of everything. Of, yeah, like all the Transformer movies going on at once on like four or five TVs uh, in front we can of do you. It. We need to try this with I something. Can, so, uh, what's going? We'll have an episode coming out at some point soon. Uh, 
We're going to watch every Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Yeah. Uh, are we going to do the two sequels, or are we just doing, like, Whatever, the title man. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? You're the one with the computer. <laughs> okay, so we're going to watch uh, at least seven Texas, five Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh-huh. movies. Maybe seven or eight. I forget how many there are. But wow. we're going to do that, and then we're going to do, like, a huge review episode of the entire <laughs> franchise. Uh, and I want to just watch them all we're gonna literally that, But we once. talked about how like we just put up enough TVs <laughs> yeah. to watch them all at once. So if we can figure that out. And I think at my house, honestly, I have a good five that I could get. You and know? I, have, I have the rest. I have most of them on DVD. Yeah. See, I have like DVD players. I mean, I have like a PS2 hooked up to a TV. Yeah. My Switch is technically a screen. You could probably find one of the movies on either YouTube or Hulu. I mean, I have seven different streaming services, so I'm sure yeah. we can find all of them. We need to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do that with um, multi- like various franchises of different genres. Watch them all at once. Just to try to do different stuff. Yeah. And regular here. movie reviews, too. Yeah, we got one. We got a new real crime coming up. Uh-huh. Soon should be either next episode or the one after that. Don't pressure me. <laughs> Don't you- fucking pressure <laughs> me! I just gave you, like... You think Picasso just painted shit? And like, yeah... I'm not Picasso, Josh. I didn't say you weren't work. <laughs> it took me like almost a year just to pick out the next real crime. Awesome. You know, I gotta let that. I gotta let that stew a little bit. <laughs> you know, let it stew in the old brain box, and then I'll, I'll we watched. I we watched it independently of each other the other night. Yeah, because I bought you a copy. Yeah, but we but we FaceTimed and watched it together. <laughs> It was real romantic. It was real, it was oh, real yeah. sweet. I sat you right there beside me. Yeah. Now, you started it before I did, and I once I got done with all my shit, I started watching it. It is a good movie. You'd yeah. watched it before and told me about it. Yeah. Uh, it's then, so good, I found it at the Dollar Tree. Yeah. Well, now, I think, I mean... DVDs are... You find every, you find yeah. those movies at the And it's station. not the Dollar Tree anymore. It's the Dollar 25, $25 Tree. Dollar Quarter Store. And people are really upset about that. <laughs> Man, well, I, mean, like, yeah, I don't like spending extra money either. High gas, high price. Every, prices on everything's going up. But, like That seems to be like the one that people really don't I mean, like. If there's one thing. It's a Dollar Tree, not a Dollar 25 Tree. If there's one thing the American people will not stand for, yeah. it's being lied to. Yeah. You know, they just won't do it. They won't and I blame it. Joe Biden. <laughs> Why not? Let's go, Brandon. I saw that flag on the street. That, that have you seen that? Your neighbor with the ramp that had the Trump flag. Oh, does he have on, the Let's go, Brandon flag? Now? Yeah, and it's got the NASCAR logo. Because mm. yeah, that's where that originated from. Yeah. Was that a race? And the it's I just the Let's Go Brandon right? flag. It's all white. God damn it! It's like just fucking. Don't be a child. Just say you fucking hate Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Like, I think I, like, at least everybody's coming around saying fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, like, there was no like. There wasn't a cute way to put it. Yeah. Like, fuck that guy. I hate everyone. I, okay, I'm not trying to get political <laughs> by any means. I mean, Biden blows. They all fucking suck, whatever. But yeah. it's just that's just the dumbest fucking shit. Uh, but yeah, the world's going to hell right now. Uh-huh. Uh, $1.25 uh, at the Dollar Tree. All right. That's a real up. issue. Yeah. That's a real issue. <laughs> you me. I could take four quarters in there. I'd be king for a day. A pretty dumb name. I mean, don't call yourself the dollar store, the dollar tree, and then or the dollar tree, yeah. and then like family dollar. Like that's just a low price, and really their prices aren't that low. You know, that's kind of a bullshit name for them too. It is 
Family Dollar. But Dollar Tree and Dollar General, there's a lot of dollar places. Next thing you're going to tell me, Five and Below is going to have something for like six. <laughs> oh, yeah. They probably do. And, and then like, what? It's Five Below, unless you go over to this one Except area. These items, which are all <laughs> regularly priced. It's almost like the world's just a big lie. Uh, and a nothing huge matters. lie. And nothing yep. That's our episode. I think we solved it. That's the mystery. <laughs> we did it. That's our Is that story. What we did here? We solved mysteries. I think. Uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I saw in football news because I know. Oh, uh, go Browns! Football. I'm jealous. Mark Cooper. Yeah, everybody else thinks it's a dumb move for Mark Cooper. But. See, it felt weird to be for a couple of years because the Browns had so much promise, but now I'm back to that phase of being a Browns fan. That I'm just expecting it to go wrong. Expecting the worst. I'm like, all right, well, they got another top receiver, and that's not going to work. So yeah, I, I mean, a hundred million dollar receiver. They traded like pretty good fifth and sixth round. And they actually, it was just the fifth round pick because their sixth round they swapped picks in the sixth round. Mm. So really, they only gave up one pick for him. But they had to take on that big contract. But he had more touchdowns last year than all of the Browns receivers combined. Yeah, and he's he doesn't seem to be quite the same way as like Odell and a lot of other. Yeah, he's not quite as. But did you hear what happened in Dallas? Uh. Uh-uh. I don't know. If this is true. I read it on Twitter. I think. Uh, during, I th- believe it was the playoff game. I could be way off, and you can look this up, Jamie. Uh, he, uh, they got in an argument, and he called Dak Prescott the Black Kirk Cousins. Um, uh, Amari did? Yeah, that's what I read. Maybe that was, like, someone's joke or something. But I, pretty sure, I uh, thought they had, like, they had it where they had, like, a link to, like, the article talking about it. And that's um, why the Cowboys, like, really had to either trade him or release him. Like, he just, I don't think him and Dak got along very well. Which, what's he going to call, like, the white fucking... Um, I don't think that actually happened. Okay. Yeah, there's no... Damn, dude, that lived in my head as a real <laughs> bit for a good four or five days. No, there's nothing, like, online about it. Okay, fuck me. So... I'm sorry. Was that the NFL news you were going to bring up, or are you going to bring up the other NFL news? Well, that was the NFL news I was going to bring up. Okay. What's the other NFL news? Uh, Deshaun Watson was found oh. innocent. Yeah. Or not guilty. And, like, the whatever, no, the first stage of that, yeah, with all those, uh, the 22 allegations. So, like, now it says Carolina is pushing hard to trade for him, but Browns are supposedly in talks, too, but they told Baker they are going to go with him, so. They, uh, yeah. They, I they, hope they don't get this. I, I've never been, like, super impressed with Deshaun Watson. People call him, like, top three quarterback in the league. Yeah. And I just don't. I don't know. They, the Browns need to leave Baker there and give – Everybody a chance, yeah. To, instead of the thing they normally do, which I mean, is like bail out after you know one like, to two years. Yeah, they hadn't, didn't win a Super Bowl in two years. Just no, he only won your first playoff game in thirty years. But. <laughs> yeah, so let's see what we can do next. <laughs> yeah, year. he couldn't play with a broken shoulder, so let's get rid of yeah. him. Well, that's football news. Damn, man, I really wanted Cooper to say that to him. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I love drama. I don't Call me TNT because I love drama. I don't even really know what I mean. <laughs> like, what's wrong with Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins fucking. What's wrong with He Kirk? does not blow. Well, yeah, saying. but he's never going to win a Super Bowl. He's not going to get his team close to a Super Bowl. Probably not. Yeah. Maybe though. He's adequate. He's fucking Trent Dilfer. He would need he would need the number one fucking defense in the world. And Trent Day, I would you know Trent Dilfer, solid quarterback. Matt Stafford did it. I'm just saying, I used to be able to throw a football quarter mile. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, this is a bitterness thing. (laughs) Coach would have just put me in. If only you could have made it big. You could have been the next 
Troy Aikman or something. I could have been Ryan Leaf. I was watching. I've watched. I've been watching a lot of Ryan Leaf stuff. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I love drama. Ryan Leaf was a big deal coming out of college. Oh yeah, that's why I was watching. Like just the stuff leading up to the draft and like how he gained like thirty pounds yeah. before the draft and like just like he told the Colts he didn't want to be drafted by them. Like skip their workout. Like just stuff I've either forgotten or didn't know. Yeah, I, I and he owns it all now. Like he's uh, oh, yeah. he fills in for Rich Eisen a lot. He's on the Rich Eisen show. That's where I've started watching okay. him on YouTube, and uh, just him talking about the quarterbacks coming up and say I had a bunch of his rookie cards, and I thought he was going to be like the shit. I yeah, he won like be... their first two games, I think, and then won like one more game yeah, over his it next did not career. Go well. Yeah, he has some really bad games. They were showing like some of his games and just. But he was a Heisman winner, right? No, he didn't win the Heisman. He won like the quarterbacks award that year, okay. but. He's just a gunslinger, just like a six four kid from Montana. Yeah. And... On a halftime, though, you get the uh, the Heisman guy, and he's nothing in the NFL. Yeah, I think more often than not, really. Yeah, that all. Weird but, how that happens, mm-hmm. especially like back that kind of time area, late nineties, yeah. mid nineties or so. The good old days. Yep, back in my day. I did go back and watch uh, on Hulu. They have so you know they have like the Dark Side of the Ring about wrestling, uh-huh. and then they have Dark Side of Sports or Dark Side of Football. Uh, they've got some interesting episodes on there. On Hulu? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Okay. And then there's a dark side of the 90s. Apparently, it's like a whole thing Vice does. But, yeah, the football one's pretty good. They've got, like, stuff about the Raiders, uh, uh, just different stuff about concussions and CTE. Uh, but, yeah, it's a pretty good show. And it shows you a lot of those players from, like, the 90s and the early 2000s that uh-huh. I kind of forgot about. Uh, but, all right. Like that one guy. Like that one guy. I mm-hmm. forgot about him. <laughs> We got a story this week. Uh, it's it is a uh, sad one. It's just, I mean, they all, they all are, but this one, like, it's one of those ones where you want to find the people involved, yeah, and like just do awful, awful things to them. Is so, that what you're hoping? That I just like storm out of here after <laughs> yes, this? I'm hoping I unleash you <laughs> onto the world. So, got a bunch of trigger words in here, but. Subliminal, yeah. subliminal messaging. Well, she was divorced from that idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I think you know. You, you bring you speaking about that. Uh-huh. I think I I get the same sense. I I get your your sense of like, you know, wasted years or sure. however you want to word. Because like, uh-huh. I get it because I was thinking about this the other day when I was in kindergarten <laughs> or like first grade. Did you get married in kindergarten or first no, grade? No, but I had this. I, I, had, a, I had a girlfriend. Uh huh. Had a little girlfriend. Yeah. Little girl that I was very into. And elbow deep. Uh, nope. Okay. Just little pecs <laughs> on the cheek. Uh, and she was, you know, uh, I wanted to be nice to her. My favorite wrestler, of course, at the time, Bret Hart. Uh, best her, there is, best there was, best there ever will be. Yes, that same one. Her favorite wrestler. Uh, <clears throat> this was, you know, we were in kindergarten, so whatever year that would have been, Bret Hart era. Her favorite wrestler was Ludwig Borga. <laughs> the lady. Yep. Wait, no, no, Ludwig Borga. Look, Lud- you're thinking Luna Vachon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ludwig, Ludwig Borga was the big, like, flat-top dude. From Finland. He was Looks there like for, Brock like, Lesnar. He was there for a cup that. of coffee, as mm-hmm. they say. That was her favorite wrestler. So, me trying to make her understand the error of her ways, <laughs> I gave her 
my Bret Hart shirt that I had just gotten. Oh. That it had been so hard to get a hold of. And I gave it to her because I was like, hey, here, like a good wrestler. Uh-huh. And I never saw her again. Or my shirt. <laughs> Damn. I saw her again, of course, because we went to school together. Yeah. But I never saw my shirt again. And she didn't. You guys weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, she took anymore. my shirt. She took your elbow all the way out. <laughs> <laughs> no longer elbow. But, you know, she took my shirt and my heart. Damn. Uh, so I get it. Yeah, it's just I like know, that. you're putting in the work, you're giving everything you got. Uh huh. And then it's gone. Yep. So I get it. I miss all my right. heart shirt. Let's get sad. <laughs> <laughs> you set a good, you set a good bar so at the top. All right. Well, let's get into something even sadder. Let's get into this. That's this how I feel story. about your Vader. You know, I just want it. Quit eyeballing my Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. I don't know if you saw me post it on Instagram. That pop there. Uh huh. Was the fucking un like it's Timothy. How did you do that? I don't understand how his character on a uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. I thought I ordered the one that that came without the helmet. Shit, yeah. But it's nope. It's got the guy. I see you looking at. That's why I brought it up. So they. So they posted it. The picture of it is the one without the helmet, but they sent you. Yeah. When I pre-ordered, if you yeah. go back and look at it now, it's very clear what's actually what I'm actually ordering. But when I pre-ordered it, that's the only picture. Were they you had. drunk when you pre-ordered it? No, I was not. I don't know. Not drunk. <laughs> Define drunk. Define drunk. Define I wasn't. The word I wasn't is. crying. If that's what you mean. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> So, first world problems for sure. <laughs> this week we're going to talk about the murder of Rachel Berkheimer. Uh, sh- at 18, she was a beautiful young lady who was described by her friends and family as f- funny, uh, very giving, a prankster. She had a smile that could light up the room. She was always uh, getting people's birth, like doing a lot for people's birthdays, never forgot a birthday. Uh, would randomly send cards to people, just letting them know she cared about them. Uh, she was very outgoing, made friends easily. Uh, she lived, worked, and went to high school on the 22,000-acre Tulalip Reservation uh, in the state of in Snohomish County in the state of Washington. So she was just a uh, very outgoing person, very bubbly, you know, like us. <laughs> sure. Cut from the same cloth, really. <laughs> Uh, I light up a room. She loved everyone. What the blood? <sighs> she loved everyone. <laughs> everyone seemed to love her. So she had a huge uh, social network group. Um, you know, she like of actually being like with people, not friends. Yeah, like real friends. <laughs> and uh, that's what they're called, Josh. I'm they're sorry. called friends. <laughs> that essential group that of people that they would ah, do activities friends. together with. Friends. Define this word. <laughs> It's not just a show on NBC. Not anymore. So, when she was a child, uh, her parents thought that she actually might be deaf because she didn't start talking until she was almost three. But once she started talking, uh, she never quit, is something her father said at one point. Uh, she had a huge imagination. Uh, she would like speak in funny voices to make people laugh. Just a real sweetheart of a girl, you know? Uh-huh. Sure. Life of the party. Yeah. Uh, she was theatrical, theatrical and creative. Uh, she had made plans to become a medical technician. She was only four feet eleven, uh, but her friends would describe her as strong and independent. She had wore four uh, four inch heels almost everywhere to look taller. She had a beautiful smile, bright blue eyes, turned every head, 
when she walks through a room. So, kind of painting a picture over here for you. Sure. In August 2004, 5'3", in her shoes that she likes to wear. There you go. <laughs> I like how you did the math real Y'all, dude. So, in August Basic math is my jam. Intermediate math. <laughs> Remember the uh, number? Did you ever play the number cruncher game in school? I don't think so. It was like a to help you learn math. Never played old number cruncher, huh? Oh no, it's kind of unlocking something. You want to show me after? You would like to... have to bounce to get the right numbers to like add up. It would like show you what. Like, Is that uh, on the computer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, old MS DOS. I don't think I did play that then. <laughs> it was a good. One. Yeah. I could show you it afterwards. I'm <laughs> sure right, we'll play it. We'll play it. Uh, I love math, basic math, adding, subtracting. Well, then you'll love this game. <laughs> so. <laughs> In August of 2001, she lost one of her best friends in a horrific uh, car accident. His name oh, just wait, lady. It gets worse. August 2001? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Oh, maybe if she makes it to that. I don't uh, know. So his name was Corey Haynes, and him and Rachel were... Corey Haynes? Yeah. Oh, it's Haim. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's one who's, who's that? <laughs> Uh, Sorry. You're like, that's my best friend from back when I lived in Washington. Yeah. In 2001. This did make me sad. You knew that. Um, this is what you wanted. So, yeah, she took his death extremely hard. Uh, she put pictures of him all over, like, her dashboard and in her room. She hung his obituary on her bedroom wall. Like, it was, she was mourning. I mean, both deaths are taken pretty bad. She Yeah, well, she seemed to take it. Like, she was yeah. making shrines almost. Uh-huh. Uh, her father said that they were soulmates. It was like a brother and sister relationship. Um, the tr- then after he dies, within the next year, she loses six more friends. To de- like they died by wrecks, drowning, suicide, and an actual in an accidental shooting. Jesus, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is happening in this little area. Yeah, that's all within a year. They're filling up stats. Wrecks, drowning, suicide, and an accidental shooting. Uh, but she took the death of Corey harder than all the others. Uh, her uh, older sister says that she thinks it's what killed her. Uh, spoiler alert, it is not what killed her. Uh, I was like, what is this episode about? Girl gets sad and dies? So, but her older sister also said she, you know, was just heartbroken. Just the light in her eyes was gone. Um, even though... She's shrunken in. She's 4'10". She's 4'10 now, and how... What about her, with her heels? Oh, with heels, she'd be 5'2". Thank you. <laughs> um, although Corey and Rachel were not in a romantic relationship, they had been inseparable for years. Um, Bill, her father, said that he can't even begin to describe the devastation of that event. It was such a struggle for her. She became severely depressed because of this. Her parents took her to therapy, hoping it would help. Uh, she left high school and... Went to an alternative school, but dropped out pretty soon after. She got a job working at a place called Jimmy's Pizza and Pasta. Uh, what do you think they serve there? Jimmy's Pizza and Pasta. Yeah. Hamburgers. Mm-hmm. Um, tacos. Mm-hmm. Ice but cream. What about the specialty dish? Ooh, specialty dish. Probably Jimmy's lasagna. Pizza and pasta. Lasagna. Lasagna. Pasta pizza. It's just a pasta pizza. Pasta pizza pizza pasta. She seemed, though, uh... Hey, Jimmy, pizza and pasta, can you hold? She, 
She quit her job though, started babysitting. Uh, she just I like when I call and order pizzas, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, yeah, uh, I need a name," and I want to be like, "You don't have a name." Uh, <laughs> better get one. Yeah, I want you put on your application for Little Caesars. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? How you gonna get a job without a name? And I'm like, "Well, you can't have mine." <laughs> All right, sorry. So yeah, she was just kind of like once full of like a lot of uh, ambition and everything. She now just seemed to kind of have no direction. Um, she just kept slipping into further and further depression. She began using drugs and drifting away from her family. Uh, she started using coke and meth. Oh, see, <clears throat> kids, listen, just stick the pot, man. Yeah, just yeah. smoke weed. Yeah, don't every day meth if shit. you can every day. It helps. <laughs> I don't know. It hurts a lot, too, but it also it helps. Like, for this lady, if she's hurting like that, just smoke weed and go watch, like, Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. And then you know, later, I mean, you're going to be sad. Like, the sadness, the sadness still comes back, but that's when you got to smoke more. Over and over Just continue, yeah. Just always have a funny Push movie Push them feelings playing. down. <laughs> always have a funny movie yep. playing. Don't ever let real life... Have two or head. three playing. That's, I think that goes into my idea from earlier. Yes. You know, have like three or four Adam Sandler movies going at once. Right. And there's always going to be something zany going on. And start, we'll start each one about, like, you start one, let it get about 20 minutes in, start, start the next oh, okay, 20 yeah. minutes, because that way is one ends. Cycle you have through. all kinds we'll just, of time to find your next one. I would just cycle them, just repeat. Just the same three sure. or whatever again. Yep. All right. Man, we should become doctors. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got some real uh, techniques here. <laughs> something. Uh, so she's doing drugs, meth, and coke. Yeah, so then she starts hanging out with a pretty rough group of people. Uh, it's not church coke and meth? It's not church Listen, coke Listen, if you're going to do coke and meth, try to get, get with the, the church Jesus crowd. Coke. Yeah, yeah, they got the good stuff. <laughs> the Jesus coke. <laughs> uh, one of the people involved <laughs> in this gang was a guy named John Diggy Anderson. Old Diggy. I hate this kid already. Diggy, 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 said up, jump, the boogie, or whatever the lyrics are. Uh, Dicky? Or Diggy? Diggy, like you're Diggy. Diggy, oh, okay, I still hate him. Yeah, D-I-G-G-Y. Okay. Uh, I think I hate him more. Like, when it was Dicky, I was like, that's stupid. But then with Diggy, I'm like, no Diggy. <laughs> no Diggity. <laughs> so, they, he was the somewhat leader of a gang called the Northwest Mafia. If I know one thing about Washington, mm-hmm. it's Pete's Pasta and Pizza. <laughs> Jimmy's Pizza. Jimmy's Pizza um, Pasta. The gang basically stole drugs. <laughs> They'd be in the parking lot. <laughs> Look, I got my mom's car till 10. <laughs> <laughs> so, the gang would... Diggy out! The gang would steal drugs, sell some of them, but use most of it. Uh... They sat around, played video games, smoked dope, did coke and meth, and partied. I mean, you had me on those first two. And then after that, it was like, oh, <laughs> so, we're doing. Uh, so, yeah, she starts hanging out with these guys, and her dad Maybe they don't out, even know. She's so small, she's just like... <laughs> her dad finds out that she's uh, in a relationship they with... They probably call her Shoddy. Sh- shoddy. Shoddy Burkheimer. Uh... So her dad finds out that she's in a relationship with this Diggy. Uh, <laughs> what is a Diggy? I raised you better than this. Well, he received a uh, his phone bill all of a sudden was $640 one day. 
because of the amount of calls that came from D. the correctional facility in Shelton, Washington. Oh, Diggy was locked up? Yeah. So he was, in, he was behind bars, and Rachel was still with him. Uh, Stand by your man. And along with the phone calls, she started getting a lot of letters from him. He was uh, insanely jealous. <laughs> so, <laughs> not Diggy. He basically would sit in jail all day and just write her letters like out of jealousy and shit. Imagine, you know? imagine the things that she's doing. Yeah. And- so when he wasn't in jail and he was with her, uh, friends would say that he would do things like he'd sniff her hair and clothing to make sure she hadn't been with another man. Uh, you know, just smelling for his pee on her, pee on her to mark the territory. Yeah. yeah. God, what a dick. Uh, her sister started seeing bruises on her. Sisters, um, if you're out there, don't you don't got you don't got to put up with that. Yeah. Call out your boys. Uh, we'll, we'll help you out. We'll hit somebody right in the face. I'll with fucking shovel. punch people. I'll fuck Diggy up. Yeah. Is what I'm like. Yeah. If Diggy's listening to this, if Diggy. old Diggy John Anderson's <laughs> listening to this, I will fuck you up. Yeah, fuck is you. what I'm saying. Uh, so he's the you know, spoiler alert. He's the uh, bad guy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He doesn't save the day. <laughs> Where am I at here? Um, but yeah, so, uh, she started receiving, like, Anderson would threaten her all the time, um, but she would not leave, you know, this gang and these people she was hanging around with. Um, drugs, man. Drugs. Yeah. So, but she did meet somebody in this gang who was also part of the Northwest Mafia named Maurice, uh, Rivas. He was 18. He was trying to get out of this gang. He told her that he just wanted to get out of it and get away from them. I've seen this movie. <laughs> so the two formed kind of a bond, and they had a goal together to get out. Uh-huh. So uh, Anderson, though, kind of caught wind of this and figured out what was going on. He smelled it. He literally caught he wind of it. He literally smelled that there was somebody moving yep. in on his territory, his property, as he would think it. Um, so he ended up telling... The rest of the mafia, of Northwest Mafia, yeah. that Rachel was passing gang secrets Ooh. to people that she shouldn't be doing that to. Uh, so he was basically trying to get he all perpetrated lies against her. Yeah. Um, Rachel came to her sister shortly before she'd be gone um, and told her how terrified she was of everything. And her sister told her, you know, you need to you need to be away, stay away from this. Get guy, out of my room. Be cautious. Uh, but Rachel didn't take her advice. And on a September evening in two thousand two, like Rachel knows what she needs to do, but obviously she chose get, the other. You get under someone's control. And yeah, it's hard drugs to get out. And so she goes to a party, and she doesn't... She's not coming from a good place. I mean, all her friends are dying, and... Yeah. Well, she also doesn't, doesn't realize alone. that he's been telling all these other people... Yeah, lies. ...lies about her, so she Spread thinks... lies. You know, she thinks everybody else is still her buddy and her uh-huh. friend. Um, so she goes to a party with, like, a group of the Mafia members. Maurice was there, so she felt safe. Um, and she was just trying to, you know, hang out with her friends. So John Anderson arrives at the party. Uh, everybody's kind of just sitting around laughing, smoking weed. He gets pissed off uh, and actually starts smacking random people in the face. Oh. And just being like a real hostile prick. So guns end up getting drawn out. Um, 
when the tensions are pretty, you know, high or whatever, Rachel tries to get up and leave. She just wants to get the fuck out of there. But before she can get to the door, uh, Anderson grabs her by the hair, starts hitting her in the face. Oh. Uh, he knocks her down to the ground, and all of a sudden, a bunch of other guys get up and start helping him. So everyone starts just kicking Rachel. Oh, no. Yeah. And when uh, her screen, when she starts screaming, somebody in the room just turns the stereo up really loud just to block, drown out her screams. So they scooped her up, take her out to the garage, uh, gagged her, and taped her. Like, taped her mouth shut. Yeah. Uh, so she's still, you know, she's still alive, but she's in the garage, pretty beat up. Um, the crew stood the crew stood around, like, with her being able to hear them talking about maybe gang-raping her, um, but just trying to figure out what they wanted to do next. So they go back in, they eat some pizza, they're playing video games, smoking pot, and she's just laying out there in the garage the whole time. Oh, man. Um, so the owner of the house and girlfriend of one of the gang members, her name's Trissa Connor, uh, she comes home from nursing classes, she enters the garage, sees... Rachel on the floor, bound and gagged. Um, she goes into the garage uh, and gets a knife and goes back out and tries to cut the uh, tape and stuff. Loose. Okay. As she's doing that, um, Anderson and a couple other guys came out, stopped her from doing it. Diggy Kong? Yeah, old Diddy or Diggy comes in. He orders her to get the fuck out of the garage, uh, and they start beating Rachel again. Oh. So then they take Rachel and put her into a large black duffel bag. I mean, bag. my job, I feel like, is to kind of make jokes about some of this stuff. This is a tough I one. I can't. Yeah, this is a tough one. Yeah. Uh, so they put her inside a large black duffel bag and throw her in the back of a Jeep. So then they drive her way the fuck out into the mountains. Man, I hope the last vehicle that I ever ride in isn't a Jeep. <laughs> Just anything but a Jeep. Anything but a <laughs> Sorry. Because all Jeep people have their weird cult <laughs> yeah. shit. Uh, so you think you're not about this Jeep life. Anderson, a couple other guys, and uh, Maurice, you know, who oh, the guy, considers yeah. whatever. He's a part of this. Um, they... Talked us on the way out to where they're driving. They talked about renting a hotel room uh, to let her get better, and then try to figure out what to do. But they decided not to do that, and instead drove out to the foothills of the Cascade Mountains. Um, they leave Maurice Rivas there with her, while the rest of them all go back to get shovels. <laughs> so they leave the one guy that's supposed to be like you know a really good friend of hers, yeah. and their plan is to get out together. They leave him behind a watcher. Maybe, like, get the shovels before you... <laughs> right. I don't yeah. know. Look in the garage. So, while they're there, Rachel told tells Revis uh, she knows that she's going to die, and he's the only one that can help her out. Um, according to court documents, Rachel pleaded with him not to kill her, and uh, I don't know if there's a river or something nearby, but she apparently pleaded, like, told him, whatever he does, don't let her drown to death. Like, that seems to be, like, one of her big, you know, that must have yeah. been a pretty big fear for her. Which is most people, but, like, yeah. you know how you kind of, like, rank uh-huh. ways Always of death? Yeah, I'd... I think drowning is definitely up there for me. Um, You know, I, I just hope that I don't get smothered to death by some titties. <laughs> right. Of all things. Of all things. <laughs> Please, Lord, if you're listening <laughs> up there, it's me, Joel. 
You know, the guy um, that you don't ever do anything for. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just one time. Just smother me to death with some big old titties. With your big old titties, God. Uh, um, so she's pleading with Reeves. Bring some of that Jesus Coke. <laughs> It'll be yes. a party. She's pleading with him, you know, don't let, me, don't let me drown, don't let me die. You have to help me. You're the only one that can. He tells her, hey, I don't think it's going to go that far. <laughs> God. Is is how he you know, so he you know chooses uh, Anderson and the rest of the Northwest Mafia. Plus, over he probably did, I mean he's oh, he's a fuckboy coward, but in his head he's probably like if you know if, if he did let her go, they're gonna come back and right be pissed at him. Yeah, yeah, little fuck. Um, so everybody else gets back uh, with shovels. And Rachel starts, you know, making noise, trying, you know, trying to scream, probably. So he takes a shovel and hits the side of the duffel bag as hard as he can. That she's still in. Oh, yeah. she's in a duffel bag? Yeah, she's still in it. Like, they stuff her in a duffel bag. And oh, because she's still a little, oh, yeah. I missed that the first time. Um. So, yeah, she's in this bag. Like, just, oh, you man. know, whatever. He goes back with a shovel and just hits it as hard as possible. Uh, they dig her grave while she's laying there in the dark woods. Um... Revis is just hanging out in the car, smoking and drinking pop. That's what Diggy do is dig. What if he's like just really good at digging? That's how he got his name. Well, so what Diggy's a, out there. He I tells Revis him. to get out of the car and come help them, and he does. Um, Anderson tells another gang member to get Rachel out of the duffel bag and strip her. Uh, they follow orders. They take all of her clothes, and her jewelry. Um. She, according to the detectives, she begged them to let her keep a ring that her best friend Corey had given her. Oh, uh, but Anderson told her no. So, ah, uh, oh, man, she just with, the amount of fear that that fucking girl had to feel. Yeah, with her own grave dug, um, she tells them that she at least wants to be able to walk to her own grave. So, they follow her out to her grave. Uh, she steps down into the, um into the grave and the and Anderson told her to lay face down so she gets on her knees and starts to pray and Anderson apparently says don't worry about that you're going to be with him soon and then he shot her in the back of the head until the gun jammed then he cleared the jam and emptied the rest of the gun into her uh, while Reva stood there and just watched it so then they all um, start covering the grave um, and they all made a secret pact that no one would ever know what happened to her. No one would ever talk about this. The secret packs always work. Always. They have a 100% success rate. Yes, always. Uh, so, police are investigating. You need to get your pinkies involved in. Come on. You need to get what? You got to get your pinkies involved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or you got to cut your palm. Yeah. And then everybody shakes hands and mixes their blood up. That's you cut me too deep, Billy. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, police start investigating, um, they end up like, you know, rounding up her friends and everything, uh, because somebody pointed, they somehow figured out the Jeep. Hey, maybe that girl in the gang. Well, they figured out that, uh, the Jeep that was involved and that it was a register to this one person. So they start putting the pressure on him. He leads them to the mountains where they found the grave. Um, so yeah, the pact... Went right out the window. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it was going good until they asked me about it. Yeah, so he, uh, so the, the the Jeep belonged to a kid named Matthew Durham. He was 17. 
Um, he's the one that they put the pressure on. He's the one that laid, led them out to where everything is. And then he tells them. Folded like a table. He tells them everything. Yeah. Um, Good. So, yeah, he tells them what happened in the garage, uh, that he was ordered to drive them out to where they go. Um, he goes on to tell them. Uh, uh, How do you see something like that and go on? You, I wouldn't. Like, I, I mean, I we no see idea. that scene in movies a million times. Yeah. And I know, like, that kind of desensitizes. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Like, that, they'll do that to you. But, like, I just, like, to actually, I can't even wrap my head around actually seeing something like that. I, yeah, there's no. No part of me. I'm like, fuck your secret pact. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the second old Diggy here grabs her, uh-huh. like when she's trying to leave, and yeah. he grabs her and like throws her to the ground. Yeah. I'm already done. Yeah. Like I'm. We're... Like I could imagine. Yeah, I could imagine that. Like just sitting there. Yeah, that's no. all I'm watching. And now I'm like, all right, Diggy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Diggy, I've been wanting this. We have been. issues now. <laughs> so I don't know how you get to the point where you're. Driving the jeep, yeah, with a person in the duffel bag on the back, uh, knowing probably whimpering, crying, what's happen, you know, fucking. So, um, but yeah, he said that he saw Anderson uh, carry the duffel bag into the woods. Uh, he says he heard. So apparently, he's saying that he only stayed by the jeep. Yeah, is what he's saying. But he is saying that he he saw him carry the duffel bag in the woods. He said he heard her tell her. He said he heard Anderson tell her to get on her knees. Uh, then he saw, he heard the gunshots and saw the muzzle flashes. Um, when everybody came back to the vehicle, they told him not to t- speak about this to anyone or they'd kill him. Uh, <laughs> you missed, we made a secret pack. Yeah. So you're in it by proxy. <laughs> right. Uh, but like, not only did he drive him out there, he drove him out there, went back for shovels and then uh-huh. went back again. So he had plenty of chances yeah. to like get away, like try to warn, alert somebody. Anything. Yeah, this guy needs well, to go to think jail. About the All of them need to go to jail forever. Like, think about the girl that came home. It was yeah. her house. Yeah. So she sees them driving she tries away. To help. Yeah, she tries to help. She knows what's going on. Call the fucking cops. But, yeah. But after they, you know, they beat her more, put her in a bag, and drive her away, and she doesn't turn and call the cops. It's not my problem. So I got to work at 6 in the morning. Yeah. So the cops go back. They arrest uh, Rivas, Anderson, and uh, another guy. His last name is Barth. Um, ultimately, eight people were convicted of crimes related to her kidnapping and killing. Uh, two of those never heard of this. Received life in prison, including Anderson. Uh, the rest are serving substantial time behind bars. On May twenty first, two thousand four, as I hope Diggy gets dug in every night in jail. Me too. Uh, oh, fucking prick. So as as Diggy Anderson wiped tears from his eyes, oh, a judge so- imposed the sentence of life in prison without parole. Uh, I'm assuming Washington is like a no death sentence. Yeah. Because I would assume he would get it if that was on the table. Um, so the day she was murdered, uh, you know, there's eight people that just, at least eight people that just ignored doing the right thing. Um, and yeah, so that is, they're still, you know, he's still in prison. He'll be in there for life. Uh, the others all got... What year was this? I mean, just pretty recent. Two was when it happened. Oh, that's right. Because two thousand, yeah. Because yeah. her friend died August two thousand one, and uh, and I got I mean, this story. Lost girl, you know, eighteen years old. That's awful. That is sad. Yeah. And that's like the, like the, it just happened. Like you know, no, not many murders 
are have any support. You know, like I'm not saying some murders are fine because at least they happen for good, re- you know, yeah. good reasons. But like sometimes there's you know like, je- legit jealousy, like emotions. Uh-huh. This guy just is an asshole. Yeah, and decides that she deserves to die for existing. And he's, yeah, he's had, slapping people at a party. Yeah, like slapping your friends at a party. Right. So, cool guy. Like, let's hang out. Yeah. Don't forget to fucking invite Diggy over. Like, he just, yeah, he's a piece of shit and just, and can't really call, like, just, it's just bizarre that all that whole group of people would just go along with that. Who can, you know, she's trading gang secrets. Right. Well, then supposedly, you know, How the Maurice was, kid who made wanted out her to get out. Yeah. So he, you know, he broke that pact. He, a lot of pacts being made. <laughs> if you're going to make broken. a pact, you better. When this is over, we're going to make a pact. I'll figure it out. <laughs> well, I'm interested. I'll join pretty much any pact. Yeah. It just sounds like an adventure. Uh, yeah. So that's the story. Yeah. Rachel Burkheimer, uh, the unfortunate fucking murder there. Just smoke pee? Just smoke pee? Just smoke pot. <laughs> and pee. Pee I, on your pot. I think it's super weird. Like, you were saying with like a group of people, but even... To me, like, uh, you know, there's a lot of stories of, like, younger groups of people, and they'll end up, hurt, like, killing one of them. Yeah. Like, it's a, there's a lot of cases of that, where, like, one a group of people will, like, turn on one of their friends. Just insecurity. I can't imagine that shit, though, even when I was younger. Like, this is, like as soon as any friend heard of being, like, suggesting that, shit, we would all have been like, yeah, we can't. Be right. Like, I can't imagine... Just being in a group, like being able to be talked into, yeah. going and killing somebody. Strong-willed though, these are weak-willed, insecure people who just like the way bullying. Most of what bullying is, and this kind of bullying, you know, it's just they don't want to. You know, if they don't join in and the bullying, then it's going to turn around on them. Yeah. yeah. So they'd rather be there than like. I yeah. Mean, this is like such an extreme case because they beat this girl and fucking left her out in the garage, and then. Uh, I guess the other girl probably knew that if she tried to do anything, they'd yeah. just beat the shit yeah. out of her. Yeah. So, yeah. Fear. I guess it's, you know, mostly what it is. People are awful. Everything sucks. Nothing's good. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, we will be back probably next week, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> probably! I'm not saying definitely not. It's cool. It's not the end of the world. Who knows what weird shit will Who happen knows? Yeah. We got snow today in Parkersburg. Yeah, it was 80 degrees last Saturday. Yeah. And we got there's a good six inches. Six, seven, eight inches up there. Oh, you know yeah. how we, I, I, <laughs> I, filled it, I filled that snow up no problem. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? That was deep, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so who knows what the hell happened in a week? Yeah. Uh, you know, we Not may me. have dragons coming back down from the sky as weird as everything is now. But you you think you'll have the real crime or should we should we tease it? <laughs> well, uh, we'll see. We'll there, see. There, I did see a story about they're gonna, uh, on the East Coast, spiders are going to start falling yeah. out of the sky. Like the Ebola? So they're not dragons, but and the scientists don't know how to stop it. Yeah, but apparently they're they're not harmful humans. Oh, they're apparently very poisonous, but they can't bite. People. Yeah, but they land on me, and then like I'm walking beside a road, and I freak out, and I start trying to get it off, and I like step out in the road in front of a semi truck, and then smack! I'm fucking dead. Yeah, they can't get you that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think they're gonna drop out of the sea, like the sky. 
That's what I heard, that they would like to just be flying out of skies on people. I don't think that's true. Yep, and Amari Cooper said that Dax Prescott is the white Kirk Cousins. <laughs> the black Kirk Cousins. Out of sky. <laughs> on that up, Jamie? East Coast. Large parachuting spiders could see. See? Where do you think you parachute from? You don't parachute from the ground. <laughs> so... Uh, I think these ones are hard. These ones will kill you. Last year in Georgia, the non-native Joro spider, uh, golden webs draped porches, power lines, and mailboxes at least across at least twenty-five counties in the state of Georgia. See, that's like only a couple states away from us. The spiders are large and eye-catching, about the size of a human adult's palm, with bright yellow, blue, and red coloration, and they can fly. The, par- the arachnoid- arachnids form parachutes out of their webs and can travel up to 50 to 100 miles through the wind. What? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and they don't got to pay these gas prices. sons of bitches. If it wasn't for us, we- you couldn't even describe their size. You know, their human palm That's size. That's right. How else could you possibly <laughs> You owe us, spiders. Uh, seeing if there's, if I'm still right with them not being poisonous now that I'm reading about this shit. <laughs> See, I, that's like, I want that ability. I want oh, to be able to make my own parachute and just fucking be like, whoop, catch the wind. <laughs> so it says, some scientists say East Coasters have nothing to worry about. The spiders haven't shown any signs. <laughs> Other scientists say, one. Uh, any signs of disturbing local ecosystems? They don't harm humans, and they even eat pests like stink bugs. I do like that. Yeah, fuck stink bugs. Um, they're out there catching all the pests we don't want around our home, but not all scientists are as enthusiastic. You really don't know if this is displacing native stuff or not. Uh, so personally, I'm not prepared to say that it's not harmful, but I can say that it's not harmful to people or pets. Okay. So you can't say they're not fucking harmful. And then somebody said there's really no reason to go around actively squishing them. Okay. So, yeah, we got parachuting flying spiders. So, yeah, so just when you're walking along roadsides and a parachuting fly spider lands on you. Don't kill it. Don't kill it and don't freak out and we'll step out in front of a semi. Yeah, because it's completely fine and harmless. Probably. Catch a ride. Yeah. I want to be able to fly around by my by things that spurt out of my asshole. About your anus. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. All right, well, I'm glad you <coughs> made me aware that these things are going to be flying around. I just thought they were going to like show up like other spiders. Yep, they parachute. Yeah, no, they fucking fly One around. One more thing to worry about. <laughs> Great. So we might not be back next week because we might be murdered by flying spiders. Ooh, fingers crossed. That's all we need. Fingers crossed. All right. You got anything else? I didn't know. You had nothing to, I had nothing to begin with. I, like I brought I, you a monster. I like our episodes <laughs> seem to start going now direction. By, or by the end, we're just mad at each other. <laughs> yep. This is all your fault. That's good. All right. We'll be back next week with something. Bye.